Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Community Solutions Podcast, where we inspire employees and entrepreneurs to improve their working relationships and environments. We do that by sharing real life experiences that produce practical and unifying solutions. What is a unifying solution? A solution with you in mind. Most solutions are simply a one-sided opportunity. Solutions are solutions with actual souls in mind. They are actually mutually beneficial. It is not just good for one side. So I hope you all had a wonderful week. Let's get into this episode. Gift giving. Did the giver get it right? Did the giver get it right? So I looked up, and if you listen to my previous episodes, I always want to give a definition. So when I looked up the definition of gift using the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it stated that it's something voluntarily transferred from one person to another without compensation. And so I really think that's a very vague and very broad definition. So I looked it up in the Oxford Dictionary and what the Oxford Dictionary said was it's a thing that you give someone, especially on a special occasion or to say thank you. And so, of course, when you think about it, there's more reasons than. To say it just for thank you or a special occasion. Gifts can be a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. So I, I broke it down into three different areas. We usually give gifts based on your love for someone or showing gratitude or appreciation, even recognition. There's other, there are other occasions where we give it because of sorrow or you're apologizing to someone or trying to console them. Another occasion which is neither happy nor, so, nor sad is because it's expected, right? Maybe it's a Christmas gift or a group gift. Maybe it's a gift exchange or something that you're doing in the workplace. So these are all different occasions that we give gifts, but we still want them to be meaningful. So I started thinking to myself, What makes a great gift? Can you think of one? Like what is the best gift you've ever received? What is the best gift you've ever received? What are you basing that on? So when I ask myself that, I'm thinking, what is the best gift I've ever received? I could say a bike that I received on Christmas. And I remember that because I came down the stairs and I turned the corner and there it was a purple and pink bike and purple is my favorite color. So I believe that's one of the reasons why I would say that's one of the best gifts that I've received. But there are many reasons that we could base a gift on being good or not. What makes a gift good? It could be a color, like I said, something that represents your hobbies and your interests. If someone knows you're a painter and they give you all the tools and supplies that you need for that, that can be considered a great gift. 
What about something that you specifically asked for? I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but you can ask for something and not get it. But when you ask for something and then you get it, that could be considered a great gift, even though it's something that you state you had you stated. It wasn't it's really a surprise. Okay. Or is it based off of the cost, the price, or the sacrifice? So when you start digging deeper, you realize, okay, well, yes, this bike that I used to like, I liked, I believe that was a good gift because it was the color I liked. It could be because it's unexpected, but that was Christmas, so that doesn't fall in that category. Or because it was thoughtful and meaningful. What if it was, I gave my husband and several other family members actually a calendar full of family memories. And when you when we scroll back through it, when we flip those pages, we see that some of those people aren't even here anymore. So it was very thoughtful, it was very meaningful. It had birthdays in it and, and pictures of loved ones. So there's a host of reasons of why gifts can be great. And I'm, I know for sure that there's plenty of gifts that I really loved and appreciated, but I can't think of. Now, if you've listened to any of my previous podcast episodes, especially the overthinker one, you will see that that's what I do. I overthink. I dig deep. I try to get to the root of the problem. And so when I thought about it, I said, I wonder what percentage it is that we even remember gifts, like what makes it memorable? What percentage do we even remember at all? So when I looked it up, I found an article from the New York Post. And what it said was that only 53% of the gifts that people received last year, they've already forgotten. 53% of the gifts that they received last year, they've already gotten. And this was an article, like I said, in the New York Post by Zaya Jervis. This was in 2018. So, of course, several years have passed, but if that was then, let's say 2018 and we're now in the year that we're in now, what all have we forgotten since, since then? If we have forgotten 53% from last year, imagine all the years prior to that, right? So then that begs the question, well, what makes it memorable? What of these 47% that we do remember, what makes them memorable? A memorable gift does not make it a good gift. You could be remembering it or never forgetting it where it's stuck in your mind because it was so bad. Have you received a bad gift before? I have. Now, I can't say personally that I've received a bad gift. It's a horrible gift. But professionally, professionally, yes. Yes, which is what triggered this whole episode. Okay, but I'm curious. Please share in the comments what your best and worst gifts are and what you based it on. I am curious to know. I am curious to know. But let's talk about professionally because we've talked about personal. 
professionally. There are so many ways that we are gifted things in our professional life, in the workplace. Can you think of anything that you have been gifted in the workplace, whether good or bad? They usually come in forms of maybe cash bonuses or gift cards or vacation packages, flights. What else is there? Um, pictures or certificates or awards. They can be um, PTO. You could be getting personal time off, more, more vacation days, more sick days to use. Those are all great things, right? Then there's company merch. That's a, 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 I won't say new thing, but it's very common now to receive, you know, company shirts or cups or mugs that have the company logos on it. There's team building events where you go out and, and, and have a good time. <laughs> there's, I'm trying to think what else. There's lunches that are provided. There's employee of the month. I mean, there's other things I can't think of anymore, but that that covers a wide realm. Most of the time, I would say that these companies have great intentions of what they're doing. They really want to show the employee that they appreciate them, that they recognize them. Um, they want to motivate them to to be more productive. They want to celebrate them. They want to give them some time off. But what about when it doesn't come off so well? There are times when those gifts are ill-willed or can be seen in a negative light. It could be just gift giving gone wrong. Have you ever experienced that? What do I mean by gift giving gone wrong in the workplace? I have several examples. And I want you to think back to any examples that you've had. And I'm not saying that you're ungrateful for what you have received. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm also saying that there are things that need to be looked into. There are better ways of doing things. And by having this discussion, these are ways to improve it. This is actually a solution, especially if you're an employee, especially if you're an employer, if you want your employees to really receive what you are trying to give, in a positive light, then, ch then check these out. Listen to these. Team building. We all know that team building is supposed to be a great event for creating relationships and improving the environment in the workplace and strengthening the core values and and the teamwork. But sometimes, let's be honest, they're not always thought out. They are not always thought out. They aren't always done for the employee. Sometimes they're just done just to say that it's been done. 
A gift can be given for self-interest. Just to say that they've done something. So I remember a time in one of my positions where we were planning a team building event, but they decided to go bowling. And we just had a coworker who had a stroke. And this was after the stroke and they were, you know, recovering. They were able to come back to work, but they had a stroke. Why would you suggest, schedule, plan, go forward with bowling? When you are building up the team, you want the entire team to feel included. You want it to be inclusive. Yes, we have to go back to the drawing board and really think about other methods, other options, but it's worth it. Aren't your employees worth it? Aren't you worth it? If that was you, how would you feel? See, that's what a solution considers. If that was you, how would you feel? Kim, karma, intuition, mindfulness. That is not being mindful. That is not being understanding. That is not being considerate. In order for it to be a real solution, it has to make those, it has to meet those three metrics, those three requirements, karma, intuition, mindfulness. If what goes out comes back, treat people how you want to be treated. Is that how you'd want to be treated? If you were in that position, would you want to be excluded? And then guess what? If you decide if that's going to be a full day event and you decide the person who's unable to participate in this in this event and you decide to take a day off, then you're looked down upon because now you're not being a team player. Because you are not willing to contribute and participate in this event that was known you're unable to participate in anyway. It's expected for you to just be present, just to be seen. That's not team building. That is not team building. So I urge everyone, whoever's in the planning department, whenever you're thinking of ideas, think of everybody. If you have somebody elderly on there on your team, you, you have to take these things into consideration. Now, mind you, this was a small group. And I know that when you have a larger group function, it's hard to take everyone's abilities and, you know, um, capabilities in perspective. It's hard to cater to every single person's capabilities. I, I totally understand that. But when you can, you should. When you can, you should. It should be about inclusion. Another way that gift giving can go wrong. And again, these apply when I speak in all of these episodes. They apply to both our personal and professional life. And that's why I chose to do this, because if we can learn how to treat each other in the workplace where we spend a majority of our time, 
if we can create those positive relationships and environments in the workplace, it spreads throughout. It spreads when you get home. It spreads to your vendors when you're on the phone with them, with your customers. And then when you get home with your families. So everything applies. It all applies. The energy that you come to work with and that you come home with, it is felt by those around you. So let's focus on that. Let's correct that. Let's, let's protect that. So let's go. Here goes another reason. Gift giving can, can go wrong by being inauthentic, by being inconsiderate or insincere. Well, Kim, how, how is that possible? It can be doing it just like I said, because you're doing it for self or just to say you did something. Let me give you an example. Black History Month. You guys, you should really, you should really take a look at what's going on. Ask people what goes on Black History Month. Ask a black person what goes on in their workplace during Black History Month. You would be surprised. We can be treated real bad and then Black History Month, you know what will happen? We'll come to work one day and there will be a, and I kid you not, this actually happened, a Rosa Parks bookmark on your desk when you get there. That's, that's, that's exactly what you come to. It was already a horrible environment. And then, you know, you have a manager maybe who's not listening or uh, micromanaging or has their own agenda. And then you come to work and I'm not saying that the manager actually put it on her desk. We don't know. We, we really don't know who put it there. It could have been the social committee. I don't know, but to go and put a Rosa Parks, bookmark on everybody's desk. As a matter of fact, I don't know if it was everybody's desk. Was it just the black person's, black people's desk? These are things that make us think like, why was this even done? Was this insincerity? Did everyone get one? What is, what is the message? When you give a gift, Make sure that what you do around that gift is in alignment. Don't treat somebody one way and then try to give them something as if, as if it's not. Does that make sense? Again, be mindful. Be mindful. Another way that gift giving goes wrong is by ignoring input, by ignoring input, by someone saying they don't want something. Let's say, let's say it's a team building event and let's say a survey goes out and the entire team votes on one specific place. But the manager or the lead doesn't want to do that, even though it's an option. And so they totally disregard what the mass wanted and they do what they want to do. 
How do you think the team feels then? What does that do to the environment, to the morale, to the trust, to the ethics? What, what kind of example are you setting? Yes, you can think of this message as something minor, but it's really not. It's really about being consistent with your actions and your words. It's really about appreciating, acknowledging, understanding, being mindful of your neighbor. And whether that's in the workplace, whether you're at home, your, your neighborhood, your actual neighbor that lives by you, somebody that you, you're in the store with, be mindful of how you treat people. Just be mindful. Along with that is giving praise in public of someone, right? That's a gift. Praise can be a gift because that's recognition. Doing that in, in, in public, but when they get back to their office or their cube or they're back to being treated horribly as they were before. That was done in show. The appreciation that you showed in private, excuse me, in public was for show. That was for them. If you are doing this, if there's any employers or managers that's watching this, just take it into consideration. Just think about it. Really think about how you are treating your employees. Employees, really think about how you are treating each other, your neighbor. I talked about the gift exchange. Not everybody um, believes in Christmas or gifts or celebrations. I truly understand that. I truly understand that. But the people that do and are just inconsiderate or don't care, like, do you want to participate? Do you have to? Is it mandatory? Is it mandatory for you to participate? Why bring that energy down? Why bring that environment or that event down? Maybe that's one event you shouldn't go to. I, I don't know. But what I am saying is these are when gifts and gift giving goes wrong. Your heart is not in it. You really don't want to do it. You're doing it because it's mandatory. You're doing it because you have to participate. You're doing it because they've made this, this event mandatory and you have to buy a gift that's under $25 or whatever the, the price range may be. And you just go and pick anything. Just think about it. Just think about it. What about company lunches? What about pizza days? Is that what your team really wants? Did, did your manager just dog you out and now they are trying to compensate it with a, a lunch? Not good. Not good. These are not ways to improve the morale in the workplace, the environment, your working relationships. These are all areas that we all have to work on. Have I ever given a bad gift? Yes. And let me tell you, they're not always intentional. 
giving a bad gift is not always intentional. Sometimes it's just not well thought out. Okay, because you don't always know what someone else wants. Right? Or what or or especially if they're a stranger and somebody you just work with, you really don't know what they like. You really don't. But yes, I have made the mistake of giving a bad gift. It was great at the time. I can tell you, I can tell you, I knew that this person loved books. They love reading. I heard about, listen, let me tell you where I went wrong. I went wrong in many areas and I'll be the first to admit that I make mistakes. I went wrong in, in various areas. So number one, you really don't buy anybody a book because you don't know what they like. Number two, you don't buy somebody a book that you haven't read. <laughs> okay. You just don't do that. But I was really trying. I tried, I, I went to the bookstore and I bought a book that had great reviews and I thought it would be about a subject that, that they were really interested in. But when I, and, and I thought it was a great idea all the way up until she opened it. And when she opened it, she just looked at it and then kind of just moved on to the other gifts. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was a horrible gift. And so it will happen. It will happen. But what we all have to do, because no one in this world is perfect, what we have to do is acknowledge our mistakes, acknowledge where we may have went wrong and correct it next time. Do better next time. Try harder. So I was close, but I still got it wrong. So the next time I can just give a gift card for Barnes & Noble or whatever other bookstore there is out there. I don't have to pick a specific book. You understand? It's hard to buy clothes for some people because you, you don't know their body shape. They don't always fit right. So it's very important to listen. And that's what we don't do enough of. If someone says, don't buy me clothes, right? Because I really have to try them on because maybe I'm fit different or something to that effect, then don't buy them clothes. Maybe get them a gift certificate. Think about what you've seen them buy. Think about where you've seen them shop. Think about what they've mentioned before. And as you can see, I keep, I consistently keep saying, think about it. Think about it. What would you want? I've made, I've made several mistakes to where maybe you, you get a gift for somebody that you know they will like, but it's for your benefit. Okay. Women, we do that all the time. You can get your man, a electric screwdriver or hammer or some type of tool that you know that number one, he can use number two, he needs, but number three, you know, you've been asking him to put this picture up for a while now. So <laughs> is that more for us? Was that more for you? Was it more for you or for them? These are all things that we have to think about. I just want everybody to be mindful. I want everyone to create better environments and again, better relationships. 
Think about others. Think about others. Because the holidays are coming up and it's going to be time for the gift giving and the gift exchanges. Okay? And you want it to be a memorable one. Memorable on the positive side and not on the negative. Not on the negative. So that concludes this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed this one, which I hope you have, please tune in to our previous episodes where I've talked about challenging the status quo, overthinking, managers who never see anything wrong with the situation. That's called rose-colored glasses. Okay, so I have other episodes that you can tune into. Please also check out our website where you can purchase merchandise, t-shirts and sweaters and cups that address misconceptions because there are so many misconceptions that we put on others. So as right now, I have a Kim Karma Intuition Mindfulness shirt on just as a reminder to treat everybody how you want to be treated, to use your intuition, to know, to not to, not to just trust your intuition, but to use it as your guide. It is your guide. And to be mindful, extend grace, empathy, consideration, and understanding. We all have different lived and unlived experiences. So it's really important to listen and to tune in to, and to see why other people think differently. We don't always have to agree, but it's about understanding that someone else has a different perception. That's all. Unity is not difficult. It just takes effort. It does not take agreement 100%. It takes effort. I'm your host, Kim the SME. Thank you for tuning in to Community Solutions. You all have a blessed and wonderful week. Stay tuned.